Hey friend, this is Shelby, host of the Resilient Podcast. I believe that every woman should have what she needs to feel confident. Each experience looks different, but that doesn't mean we have to be alone. What if as women, we came together and had real conversations that strengthened each other to go deeper with God and go further in life? I don't know about you, but that's what I'm here for. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to the Resilient Podcast. This is your host, Shelby Mossman. I am coming back after almost two months away, I think, by the time this episode goes live. And that was not my original plan. Um, I know I had announced on social media that I would be away for a little bit um, because I was actually able to go home and visit my family this summer. Um, for anyone who doesn't know me, I um, I live in Canada full-time. My husband and I are in full-time missions, and we are the directors of a missions base here. Um, and my family lives in the States. And so this summer um, with COVID, it's, or just in general with COVID, it's been very hard um, to get home and spend quality time with family. And so just with how things worked out, I was able to go home for almost a full month, um, which was really special to be able to have that extended time with family. My daughter, Esther, who's two years old, uh, almost three actually, heading on to three, um, was able to go with me. My husband couldn't be with us for that time. Um, just with all the restrictions, it was too complicated for him to travel in and out. But we made it work for me and my daughter. And it was super special to have that extended time with family after, yeah, like a tough year, I think, for everyone. But definitely a tough year trying to figure out how to manage ministry in the midst of like craziness in our world with um, COVID and everything that is attached to that, <laughs> um, which I'm sure all of you would know. You've walked through it too, to some extent. Um, but I was going to take a break for that time. And then just in getting back in the beginning of August, I didn't feel ready to come back um, to jump right back into everything as much as I love uh, this podcast and, and hosting and having guests on it. I love the content that other women bring to this podcast in this space. I love the social media platform and connecting with all of you ladies uh, in different ways through that. And um, it's something that I've really enjoyed and just really seen God's heart in and seen him move and touch people's hearts in ways that are so powerful to me. But for me personally, I just took this summer to really rest and be intentional with my family, with my surroundings, and get the rest I need. Um, especially before, um, again, for anyone who doesn't know, I am pregnant. I'm going to be having our uh, second child here in um, October. And so I just wanted to take that extra time. And so I didn't rush in coming back. Again, it was unexpected, but I am excited to be back. And I'm going to be back today with an episode with some things that I have learned from this season of resting. Um, but I wanted to title this podcast, Letting Yourself Be or Let Yourself Be. Um, because I think that is a big thing that I have taken away from this time of rest and just, uh, taking a step back even from social media in general, um, and, and even from people, from relationships in many ways, um, I really, when I went home, I didn't have much communication with anyone outside of my husband from back here in Canada. Um, again, not in like a bad way, but just in a way of just like, I think I'm going to rest and really be present where I'm at. And so um, 
yeah, I think that I learned a lot through, a, a lot about letting myself be. And I think there's some stuff I wanted to pass on to you ladies in regards to this topic and what I've learned in this season. Um, but I would say something I've been learning um, in general, even leading into this time that I took off um, and through some counseling, which has been so amazing for me and getting just like an outside perspective and helping me walk through uh, different things in my own life. Um, and it's just, I could not recommend counseling enough. It has been so helpful and I'm excited to continue to do that. Anyways, what I have been learning through counseling and just through this time away um, is to start to ask myself questions about who I am. And I think as Christian women, even more specifically, we can forget who we are based on what we do. And we all have different things that we do, which are amazing, uh, whether that may be through what you do at work, what you do as a mom, as a friend, um, where you fit in your family, your like designated role, um, as well as like even how we serve in our churches, like who am I at my church and what is my role there? Like, what do I do there? Um, or whatever body of like, like whatever way you serve, maybe you're in missions or maybe you are in a different niche as well as the local church. Um, but where do I fit in those spheres? And I think a lot of times we can get a caught up in what we do as opposed to who we are, which I'm sure you've heard different teachings on that and like your identity and and not letting it be just about what you do. But something uh, that even like I've heard those messages so many times, um, but something that is a little different that helped click for me this summer was not just like getting away from what do I do defining me, but also asking yourself like, what do I enjoy? Like, who am I? Who is Shelby? And what does Shelby enjoy? What is something that I need? Um, what do I want my life to look like? What do I actually desire? Even in the moment, uh, asking myself, maybe I have uh, some time to rest or my evening. What do I actually want to do this evening? Like, what do I want to do with this free time? Not just what do I feel obligated to do or what am I expected to do or like what have I always done, but like what do I actually crave? And it may look different all the time. It not, might not just be like in general, this is what I want and it's always the same. No, like to start asking yourself that question of like what do I want right now? Like what would bring me life is another way to put it because I don't want it to just sound like what do I want? What do me, me, me? But like what would actually bring me life? But and also like what are my needs? So even as I head into a weekend, a lot of times how we shape our weekends, just even recently we've decided um, how we shape our weekends needs to reflect what we are needing. Sometimes I'm needing rest and I'm like I am peopled out. I need time by myself with just my little family. Sometimes we want adventure and we want something exciting and we want to do something that fills us up and like fills that uh, adventurous side of us. Sometimes uh, we want people. We want to do something with people that we love, that love us and and social things to fill our tank in that way and, and commune with others. Um, there's so many different things. But I think a lot of us as women, um, and I would say even especially Christian women, we can suppress those needs. Um, and it's something that I found when I was even meeting with my counselor, even just being really personal, I was just realizing like, there's a lot of things that I don't enjoy about my life. A lot of my life 
I don't enjoy on a like a regular basis. And so I was asking her about this months ago and um, she was like, okay, well, what things do you do in your life that you do enjoy? And I had a hard time finding what they were. And it's not because, oh, poor me, I live a miserable life. But because of the decisions I was making and the sacrifices I was making, I was never even like questioning or acknowledging like what are some needs that I have. That was like the last thing on my list. I didn't even consider that question. And I looked at my life and for a long time, I had been existing in that way of like, I never reflected on like, what what do I actually want? It just was like, my life was filled with these things that I needed to do, a lot of obligations. And so she just kind of guided me through that and just, I came to those conclusions through like her just asking those questions. And I realized like, oh, like as I even left that counseling session and reflected, I was like, wow, my life is so built of things that I feel obligated to do, but not things that actually bring me life. And so then I had to go further and ask the question, okay, what actually brings me life? And that will look different for me than it does um, maybe for you. But then in addition to that, how can I add little bits of that into my life? Because we are always going to carry responsibilities. We are always going to have obligations. We are always going to have things that are not our favorite thing to do. But can we build a life where the time that we can choose is filled with things that do meet our need and um, that actually meet what we desire and help us to build the life we want as opposed to just existing and feeling like, oh, my life just happens to me. I think we need to start to be intentional with looking at our lives and going like, I don't want this to just happen to me. I want to choose with intention to get out of this set aside time what I need. Um, And that can be in partnership with other people as well. And I, I say all these things because for me, they were the first time my eyes were open to that way of living. My husband and I, we, like I said, we run a missions base. We we do a lot of, we have a lot of responsibility, just like being completely honest. And I found that in that responsibility, I had lost a lot of myself. And I had looked at my life as like all these things that I needed to do without asking like, hey, what is best for me in this moment? And something that I do think is important, like I think that all of the things that I just mentioned, I want to put in light of another biblical principle. So this would be almost like my asterisk to the first part of this podcast episode. And what I mean by that is that we have to hold in one hand my needs and having my needs met. And in the other hand, we need to hold this biblical principle of living out full surrender of my life to Jesus. And I believe passionately that these go hand in hand, that they are, um, we have to hold them in tension with one another. It is not one or the other because um, my life in Christ is not just about meeting my own needs and self-fulfillment and uh, self-gratification, especially as a believer. Our life in Christ is about so much more than that. It's healthy to ask yourself and acknowledge your needs and become aware of them in order to be 
a healthy person. But if we are constantly living only to fulfill ourselves, we're missing what is the beauty of life in relationship with Jesus. And um, God calls us to lay down our lives. He calls me to lay down my life, to pick up my cross and to follow him. And so while I can ask myself the question of what are my needs and what brings me life, I must also hold intention the belief that I have that God calls me to fully surrender and lay myself down before him. And I believe that the second part is not actually in opposition to the first, although they seem so different. I believe they go hand in hand. And I have learned this in this season through letting myself be, um, acknowledging my needs, acknowledging what I need that is going to bring me life and live my life to the fullest. I want to live. I don't want to just exist. I don't want to just go through the motions in life, but also in relationship with Christ. And so um, I think it's so important that we embrace life to its fullest capacity. The Bible literally says Jesus came so that we would have life and have it in abundance, not just to exist and have life, but to have it to the most full capacity. And I, I, I see that God doesn't just want us existing. He wants us he wants you and I to truly live. And I think that often as, as women of God, we we have taken the route of just dying to self, just responding to that call to lay my life down. But I believe that these two things can actually coexist. God wants both for you and for me. He wants us to have joy and peace and be filled with life abundant, but to not love our lives even to the point of death, with the which the Bible also talks about. And I hope you're hearing my heart in this. This is a very unscripted podcast. It's so different than other episodes I've done in the past. But my heart is just to bring these two extremes to the table and present that the Bible advocates for both and that God wants both for us in this life and in relationship with him. Like he really does want the combo of acknowledging our needs and evaluating those things and giving ourselves what we need in tension of also laying down our lives and surrendering to him. And John 15, 5 is actually a verse that I, I want to just highlight real quick because I find it like so helpful in understanding uh, what this actually looks like. Um, But it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And to abide really means to come into rest. And I have found that what brings our souls rest and a piece of that, not the only thing, but a piece of what brings our souls rest rest is acknowledging our needs and allowing Jesus to meet those needs in both a spiritual but also in intangible ways. Um, maybe through certain things that we experience in life or through relationships with people, but also through supernatural and powerful ways that only he can provide. And um, I think that this verse really shows us like, I am the vine. I am where you are going to find um, sustenance. 
But I believe he does that in so many ways and that he can bring our heart into rest, into that abiding in him and which ultimately leads to bearing fruit. Um, he can do this uh, through so many different avenues and in human ways that make sense to us, not just in intangible ways that is hard for us to imagine, but in practical ways that that he wants us to experience life as well. And all of this is in partnership with God. I want to be really clear about that. All of this that I'm talking about is in partnership with God and in radical obedience to him. And I fully believe that there will be times that God asks us to do hard things. There are seasons that are very hard, but God has so much more for us than that. God is like, he is so much more than that, than just hard. He doesn't want just a hard life for us. He has good for us as well in so many different ways. Like just look at the life of Jesus. He was fully human, fully man and fully God. But as a, as a human, he experienced life and relationships and he ate and he laughed and he felt with his disciples like he lived life abundant. And yet God asked him to do some of the hardest things you could imagine in laying down his life for you and I. And I believe that being fully God and fully man, it, it's a picture of that tension that we are supposed to walk in, to fully acknowledge our human needs and wants and desires, and yet fully submit them unto unto Jesus. And our, our human longings, they've been placed there by God. I don't think it's healthy to abandon or like re- just reject what makes us human. But at the same time, Our humanity must be submitted unto God because there is sin nature mixed in. We are not, we are no longer like walking in perfection like we were created. And so while we can ask ourselves, what am I needing and what do I want my life life to look like and what will bring me life and fulfillment, we also can't let every desire and every human um emotion and experience reign and have full power in our life. And I hope you can see this tension that I'm getting at, this back and forth or these two things that must exist together that meet our humanness (laughs) with a God that is very real and practical and a part of your life. And yet he's also sovereign and so beyond anything we can imagine and supernatural. Just to finish off this portion i just want to go back to john 15 5 where it says abide in me come come to rest let your desires be fulfilled in christ in spiritual and in practical ways let yourself be one final example i want to give of this is actually the way we feed our bodies and so when you're hungry that's a physical need that we have as humans, right? And we nourish our bodies in order to survive, in order to sustain our lives. We have to feed ourselves when we get hungry. And we can do this in a healthy way that is good for us, but we can also do this in indulgence and in in an unhealthy way and over and above. 
And I would say it's the same with our other human needs, whether it's our emotional, our mental, our spiritual, our relational needs. We can acknowledge those needs and satisfy those needs in a healthy way, but we can also take it to an extreme that is not healthy. And it also gives me that picture of fasting. Like sometimes God asks us to deny our hunger in order to go deeper with him, to seek out different things. And he calls us to fasting, a lifestyle of fasting as well, where we give up our sustenance, our food for a time. And sometimes he's going to ask us to lay down some of our emotional, our mental, our spiritual, our relational longings in order to go deeper with him. And yet at the same time, he doesn't want us to stop acknowledging those needs just as we would not stop eating, right? We would not stop eating forever when we call we feel called to a fast. That's for a season that we deny ourselves and yet still then go back to acknowledging our need for hunger and to be filled in that practical way. I believe God, it is the same with our mental, emotional spiritual relational needs so let's acknowledge them but also submit them unto jesus and one thing as i transition here is is that when we take time to reflect on our needs and acknowledge them it actually slows down our rapid activity and i think that we as Christian and maybe even specifically as Christian women, we have so much rapid activity in our lives. It keeps us busy. We like to fill our lives. And that is not always a bad thing. I don't want you to think like, oh, filling your schedule and filling your life is just bad, but we can do that in unhealthy ways. And I would say that a big issue with like rapid activity and this like moving away from abiding and just filling our lives, what it does is it can keep us away from ourselves and our emotions and from Jesus. I would say those three things. It keeps us away from ourselves. Like we can like quit acknowledging who we are or, or like being in denial of who we are or not even caring for who we are. We can also deny our emotions and run away from our emotions by filling our lives with so many things. And it also can keep us from our relationship with Jesus. And there's a verse that highlights um, this really well. And let me just find it here for a second. Uh, Bear with me for a moment here. Okay, I found the verse. Um, It's Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. And I believe this gives a really good picture of that being versus doing when in regards to our faith and um, kind of our mindset in that. So it's Ephesians 2 verses 8 through 10. It says, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. And then it says in verse 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So it's a very interesting verse um, because I believe it shows this tension. A lot of times we live as though um, our good works are what get us salvation, but not just our salvation, but just earn us right standing with God or make us a good Christian or make us worthy of love and acceptance and, and joy. Like we live as though our good works are what do it. Um, but it, he's very clear here. It is by grace you have been saved 
through faith, not by yourselves. It is a gift of God. So it is like, it is a free gift. And so I would say this gives that picture of like, no, it's actually the opposite. Like we're already saved. We're already in right standing. We are not earning. We're not striving. We don't need to do. We can just be. You can let yourself be. But then verse 10 is so interesting because it's so clearly like iterated in um, or communicated in verses eight and nine. And then in verse 10, it's like throws a wrench in it, a wrench in it when it says, um, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God in it prepared for in advance for us to do. And so it's very interesting because he goes, but at the same time, God does have good things for you to do. He has good things in mind for you to do. And he's prepared those things for you and we're his workmanship. And because he's created us, he longs for us to do these things. But at the same time, don't forget the first part. It's not through those good works that you are saved or that you are redeemed, that you are made whole. No, but he does intend for us to do good things. And so that's why I say we hold uh, these two things in tension because I really believe that God created us to be assertive and motivated and driven and accomplish things. I, I was listening to, um, I don't know if you've uh, heard of the Catholic priest who is doing like reading the Bible in a year and uh, it's on podcast and it's been really cool because um, I'm not I'm not Catholic, but <laughs> the same purpose in it is to get people in the word of God, which is so powerful. And so I was actually listening to it. And what it does is for like, it, it covers like three or four chapters of the Bible. And then from there, um, it takes you through like a little breakdown of what God like what like what is some of what is happening in these chapters like a breakdown of what does this mean what does this look like how does this apply to us so not just the verses themselves and listening to the word which is so powerful but then also a little bit of an explanation around it and I've really enjoyed it because I'll go on a walk with my daughter Esther and I will listen to that and it's like I'm being fed spiritually without sitting down and forcing myself to like just grind things out because sometimes that's something else that I've I've looked at in my own relationship with God. Sometimes I've approached my walk with God as like, I just got to push through, even if emotions aren't there, even if I don't feel it. And there is truth to that in seasons. But the, I, I found myself living that way consistently. And it really disconnected me from the heart of God. And so if that's you, like there are other ways to approach Jesus. And there are other ways to sit at his feet and and to be in the word and to pray and to spend time with him and to feel connected to his heart aside from just forcing yourself like, all right, I'm going to get up at 7 a.m. and crush this out and grind it out. And I have to do this like for your time with God. There are so many other ways. And maybe I'll jump into that in another podcast. Uh, but I just... I just learned that my my default was to do things disconnected from the heart of God. And so I had to reconnect to the heart of God um, to not just go through the motions. And so something that helped me with doing that was actually listening to the Bible as I did other things, as I walked, as I um, 
as I like did dishes or clean my house because it actually got me in his word. And then the explanation piece of this specific podcast, but there's so many different ways you can do it. But this one specifically, it helped me to learn and meditate on the word and think about how it applied to me. So I'd encourage you to give it a try. But in that podcast, uh, it was talking about Adam and Eve, the very, one of the early ones. And it talked about how um, like God created Adam and Eve to work the land. And so what I took away from this is that God did not create us just to exist. He created us to live life and to live life abundant, which it talks about all over the Bible. Um, But in that, we sometimes just exist or we just exist. um, We go through the motions. We live our lives, Christian, like our Christian lives, but then also like our work lives, our, our motherhood lives are just in general, like every sphere of our life, we live just going through the motions. When I believe God wants us to be fully awakened and through relationship with him specifically, we can live fully alive. And I think that he really desires that for us. And so, um, but with that comes actually not just existing, but doing things. And that's why I think that verse highlights, okay, we were created, um, to do things, that God had things planned in advance for us to do. Not only did he desire that we are saved through him, like that it is by faith you have been saved, by grace, not by your works. That's so, so important. But then he's also like, but I did create you to do things. And we see that with Adam and Eve in the garden. Like God created them to do things, not just to sleep and nap and, and like, you know, sit around the beautiful garden that he created all day. He said, like, let him work the land. Now, obviously, as sin entered the world, there was a, a brokenness that happened that there. one of the curses with the fall was that uh, it would be toil. There would be toil working the land and that it would make it very difficult. And so work was not intended to be this thing as, apart from God. Work was always knitted into who we were like doing things and being driven and accomplishing and and seeing the fruit of our hands and the fruit of our labor, that was always a part of the equation. But what sin did is it made it like toil. It made it something that was aside from how God intended it originally to be. And so I think it's important that we make sure that we do be women of character. We are women of character who follow through on our commitments. That when we ask the question, what do I need or what is best for me right now, that it doesn't negate what we've already committed to or what we, um, what, how we serve others as well. But at the same time, in that, being able to serve ourselves, you know, a, a mix of both, like giving unto others, but also recognizing when you need a need or you have a need that should be met, uh, whether that's emotional, physical, mental, I don't know, spiritual, um, inter like relational, all of that. And so I think that's so important that we recognize those two in tandem and like in partnership with each other, um, that, we need to follow through on our commitments. I strongly believe that. We need to be women uh, that do things that matter. Like, I don't want you to leave this podcast and go, I can just be and I don't need to do anything in this life. I think what I want you to take away is that we, we can often lean towards just doing and filling 
needs and um, being what everyone else wants us to be, um, fulfilling obligations, and never asking the question of what do I need right now or what do I want my life to look like and how do I intentionally get there? How do I live fully alive? How do I live that life abundant that Jesus does offer us, not just in the spiritual sense, but also in the tangible everyday life sense. And so I encourage you to to do that and not not just look at it as like, okay, I shouldn't be working or I shouldn't be working hard or or driving my life forward or accomplishing things that I burn for or letting God speak purpose over my life and running after that purpose. I believe that those things go hand in hand. And it's like, again, going back to Genesis where God created the earth in six days and he rested on the seventh day. You know, like he got what he needed. Like he demonstrated that your needs should be met in the midst of working for my kingdom. And so I think that's so, so important. And there's a beautiful quote by Jim Elliott. Jim Elliott was a missionary that died for the gospel. Um, in Ecuador, actually, where I grew up um, many years before I was there. Um, but there's a beautiful ver- or, sorry, quote by him that says, wherever you are, be all there. Live to the hilt of any situation that you believe to be the will of God. And I love that because it gives a picture of just grabbing hold of what God has spoken unto you and then also living to the fullest, like live to the hilt of any situation that you believe to be the will of God. Like be all there, be fully present, be all in with what you believe God has spoken unto you. And and that might be accomplishing something, but at the same time, in the same day, it might be reading a book that's not just like a biblical growth book because sometimes we can just go after like grinding things out and um, growing ourselves all the time and bearing fruit. Sometimes it's like maybe just reading a fiction book that brings me joy is actually what God has for me this evening. And now that doesn't mean that that's what he has for me all day, every day. But during this window of time that I have set apart, Maybe that's what God has for me. And then I can return to tomorrow to the things that I believe he has called me to do and the work that comes behind those things. So I love I love that quote by Jim Elliott. Um, and then I want to just finish by mentioning this uh, verse, Mark 12, 30. And I think this is, again, a beautiful picture of how sometimes we can get things backwards. But 12, 30, it says, and you shall love... The Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And I think sometimes we do that backwards. Sometimes we try to love God with all of our strength, with our mind, and then with our soul and our heart. And it's interesting that he puts it in those four, but he even specifically puts it in that order. That we should love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And not just will ourselves to love God because I think that our our willpower is not strong enough to love God well and to love him fully and to love him to the extent that we want to for our lives to look the way that we really desire in relationship with God but to love him with all of our heart soul mind and then strength 
in that order shows me that God does want our heart, want our heart involved. He wants our soul. He wants our mind and he wants our strength. He wants all of it, but he does want your heart, which means that he is an emotional God and he does want your emotions to be a part of the question. And so if you're suppressing your emotions, which often like an, emotions are an expression of your deep needs, if you're suppressing emotions, you are not meeting those needs a lot of times. And that's not what God wants. He wants us to be people that come to him with our full heart. And life abundant fills our heart, fills our soul, fills our mind, and gives us strength. And so I just want to finish by saying that I believe strongly that God has those two in partnership with each other. Letting yourself be and also bearing fruit and accomplishing his works and being all that God created you to be, uh, doing all that he created you to do. It's also, there's a piece of it that comes by letting yourself just be and asking yourself those questions of what do I need most right now? And what do I want my life to look like? What will fill me in partnership with laying down your life at his feet. So I hope that this was encouraging. This was a very unscripted podcast and you can probably tell just based on a little bit of my um, meandering thoughts, but these are just some things that I pulled away from my time of rest and um, time to refocus my relationship with the Lord and just in general, just be with family. And these were just some th- some principles that I've taken away from that time of resting and rejuvenating and giving myself space to reflect. And so I hope that this is helpful for you. I hope it's encouraging. Uh, You can definitely email me or connect on social media at Resilient for the Women. If you have questions or just want to be encouraged, come connect with me. I'd love to hear from you. I hope this encourages you. And We will be picking back up weekly here and I will be having more guests on different topics, topics that I know you guys burn for and love and want to be encouraged in or have clarity in. Um, I'm going to be, yeah, I'm in the process of setting up those interviews and bringing those to you as well because I love hearing from different speakers and their perspective, their experience uh, and their, um, yeah, like what they have walked out with God is different than what I have. So I look forward to connecting with you guys further. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks for hanging out today. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. I also want to let you know that I've written an ebook called Refreshing Your Prayer Life. This is a tool that I'd love for you to have access to. You can download this free ebook by following the link in the episode notes below. Let's chat again soon.